the Mel Gedroich podcast. Hey, it's Mel G, and this week on our gorgeous little podcast, we're going to be talking about yodeling and rollerblading. And can you remember phone numbers? Hmm. If you like the sound of that, then do have a listen to me every Saturday lunchtime from One on Magic. There will be a lot more chat and some great songs thrown in for good measure. Here we are, all together again. Yeah. Oh. Our little gang. We're well into the old harvest festival season. All the vegetables are orange, wherever you look. Yeah. Love an orange vegetable bush. Favourite orange vegetable? Sweet potato, thanks. You've been asked that before. That's very quick. I am obsessed with sweet potatoes at the moment. Aren't I'm, they I'm brilliant? obsessed with them. I have to eat them every day. I'm so pretentious. I'm sorry. <laughs> I started the show saying, I've just had a, a decaf skinny mocha. Yeah. Yes. And uh, I really like sweet potatoes. There's a brilliant Jamie Oliver recipe as well where you do uh, Tell you me. microwave Tell me. some sweet potatoes yeah. along with some normal potatoes yeah. in, in a pot. Yeah. yeah. So you microwave them. Yeah. And then you, you mash into that some feta cheese and some uh, uh, coriander. Oh and it gives this God. kind of Mexican-style uh, side that you can have with tacos. It's amazing. Feta cheese yeah. and coriander. Yes. I'm going to actually write that down. Now, when go. you microwave a potato... Yeah. Because I've only ever baked potatoes, but then I microwave them a bit before I bake them to speed up the process. Do you now? To create a mash, you have to do them with water, presumably. Yeah, but if you microwave them enough with, like, cling film on the top, it, they do go really soft, and then you can mash them after oh, that. Oh, hello, Sailor. Isn't it unbelievable? It's like the joy of discovery through food on this show. Oh, Isn't that amazing? I like a wedge. Do you? I like a wedge on my shoe, and I like a wedge on my sweet potato. Double wedge. Double wedge action. Double wedge action. I just, I mean, I would eat it round the clock, sweet potato. Yeah. So good for you as well. They can do no wrong, can they? It's sheer October fair, isn't it? Is there anything, uh, any connection between sweet potato and and then the more miserable vegetables like swede and parsnip? You see... I don't like those guys. No, no, no. Embrace the parsnip, mate. They're baddies. No, no. Parsnip, though. Thrice I say to you, nay. (laughs) What you have to do is remember with the parsnip... Don't go overboard with it. Don't put too much in. So if you've got loads of sweet potato, just yeah. put a tiny little bit of parsnip in just to give it that little edge. But too you, much parsnip is a bad thing. You, were you forced to eat that kind of stuff when you were a kid, though? That's why I don't like parsnips, because my oh. mum made me and my brother eat them. Oh, really? And they're a bit like, really? Wait, you see, I force my children to eat them. <laughs> one loves, one doesn't love at all. <laughs> I like a parsnip cut into a, um, let's call it a baton. Let's call it a baton. Baton. With a little bit of drizzle of honey and then baked. Wow, what is that? Is that a dessert or is that like, savoury? I don't it's know everything. what it is. It... I'm talking about vegetables at this point because I've, I'm actually delaying what I really want to talk about because I'm embarrassed about it. Okay. And I'm going to just G myself up while we listen to a, to a record and then I will come on to that. I've had a week of feeling guilty, Bush. Is this a confessional about vegetables or were you stalling with vegetables? I was stalling. The sweet potato chat was literally like a smokescreen. Right, okay. This is like the chat that you might have before an important doctor's appointment. We just want to just, you know, pass the time. Exactly. That kind of thing. Forget all that sweet potato piffle. What I wanted to say was this, and it's an on-air apology. Really? I'm about to do a Richard Bacon. It's an (laughs) on-air apology. Okay. I want to apologise... To Tom Price, okay, our fellow, oh yeah, magic cohort Bush. You know what's coming. I do. I've I've sat on this for three weeks. Yeah, because it happened at our Palace to Palace bike ride, which we did three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. 
Now, it was early in the morning. We arrived here at Magic HQ uh, to get our bikes to go off and do the uh, Buck Pal to Windsor Palace ride. Yep. Uh, the nice gentleman on the desk very kindly wheeled in the bike. Uh, and I said, thank you very much. And I took it and did the ride. I had a strange feeling throughout the whole 45 miles that I was riding on a bike that was a little bit too big for me. You were complaining about the height of the saddle quite a lot. Yeah, I couldn't touch the ground. Uh, the foot was just barely reaching the pedal. If I sort of <laughs> scraped my big toe, I could just about get to it. Yeah. Anyway, I, I, I soldiered on. I'm like that. I don't like to make a fuss. Just got on with it. Just got on with it, mate. We completed the 45 miles. Turned out... I was riding Tom Price's bike, and he was on mine. <laughs> now, I haven't seen Tom Price, have you? Uh, I have had a Twitter conversation with him about this. Now, how is he? I, I feel terrible, and I'm sorry I, it's taken me so long to apologise. Well, I, I think we need to be clear as well that Tom is, what, six foot one, six two. He's a big lad. That's why I couldn't reach the ruddy floor. But think about the flip side, which means he was riding your bike, which to him would have looked like um, a learner bike with uh, uh, stabilisers on it that are kids, because, you know, your bike was much smaller because you're The frame smaller was smaller, person. yeah. So, so he did the whole ride with his knees going up. You know, like when a monkey rides a bicycle oh, no. in like a circus. I think it might look a bit like that. So he, he had to struggle around a 45 mile track on a tiny, tiny bike. It wasn't, it wasn't a track, mate. We were doing hills and everything. I know. I feel really bad about that. <laughs> what can I, I do? What can I do? What's he like? I don't know, Tom. What's he like? What can I do to make up for it? Well, I, I was worrying, and this was saying about Twitter. I don't want any inter-show beef, do you know what I mean? Like, any trouble between us. Is like, there beef between Tom and us? Mate, I think there might me. be a bit of beef. I feel like he might have felt like maybe, maybe, we sabotaged his ride so that we could get a better time in the pal-to-pal. Right. Do you know what I mean? Hang on. We need to resolve this. We do. Canister of fun, fun times the canister, canister of fun. Is it a canister or is it a musical instrument? It's both. Who knows? Come on. Does this sound like the start of the cricket theme tune? Yes! Then you need another note though. You do it and I'll do the do 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 do. I don't know where you are. Hang on, start again. That's great. I was very out of out of uh, rhythm then. I do apologise. Ah, we got it. So let's uh, let's get into this canister, shall Come we? Come on, go on, bushes. Come right. on, my friends. Sorry, there's a lot of rattling noises coming from me today. I apologise. And the question from our office for you, Mel, yes, is as follows: Right, suck it to me. Have you ever had an argument with someone through the medium of post-it notes? No. Me neither. That's it. That well was our done. podcast That's for the today. Podcast. Well done. You're taking me straight back, obviously, to the... the well, I'm worried. You said the word beef. There's beef between us and Tom Price, the lovely, lovely weekend breakfast presenter on Magic, because basically I nicked his bike and he ended up having to ride mine uh, for 45 miles. We need to work out what to do. Flowers? No, that's a bit... That's it's not, not going to cut it. This will brighten yes. things up. It's our ledger of legends. It's the time when the little things in life get their moment. They get the spotlight shone on them and we make much of them, don't we? We do. We, we uh, lift them up. Yeah. We, we raise them. Yeah. I've got a cracker for today for our ledger of legends. Go on. Do you know what I'm going to put in today? 
It's a physical book, by the way. I'm actually holding it in my hand. It's a yeah. real book. It's yeah, a real, it's a real book. book. And Andy Bush actually gets to draw a proper cartoon every week. We've got quite a few pictures in there now, haven't we? We've got and 15. Drawings. Yeah, wow. we've got 15. We've got Rick Astley's hair. We've got armpit hair. A lot of hair. Hair-related stuff. Ice lolly. Uh, a scab. A towel compound. Oh, there's a lot going on in here. So, today, for the Ledger of Legend, I would like to put in, and I don't think they get nearly enough credit and I love them and one of my best friends is obsessed with them so this is really for her okay because she listens to the show every every week um a yodeler yodeler yeah a yodeler as in a man in lederhosen yodeling I'm thinking of a lady yodeler actually oh really with comedy plaits yeah and I'm thinking that she's got a little green felty hat and I'm thinking that she's possibly called Lynn Butler because I did meet a female yodeler called Lynn Butler who's very, very good at yodelling. And she's in full dirndl. She's in the full Swiss garb. Wouldn't you love to go and have a holiday somewhere like that? You know, with oh. the rolling hills and a cottage or something, you forget, know? Forget the holiday, mate. I just want to learn to yodel. Is it quite difficult? I think it is. Well, maybe a beanie bush. No, me with a beanie on. Maybe, but we're talking about hats for bush. He's never had a hat. Well, he's probably had one, but he hasn't got one presently. I've never had a hat. I've never owned a hat. If well, I had a beanie, I'd look like Benny from Crossroads. We don't want to go there. Matey, you must have owned a hat in your life. Never owned a hat. What about when you were a kid and it was snowing? I, back in the olden days, I think from the moment I've been sentient fashion-wise and been allowed to choose my own clothes, I've never had a hat. We're going to rectify this. <laughs> Hats off to Bush. Because <laughs> it is his, is now his <laughs> That was... Absolutely useless. If you miss, if you get put off at the start, like I put you off, then it's quite hard to recover, you isn't it? You did that on purpose. I'm man. really, really sorry. It was like I was a horse in the derby, and you were shining a laser into my eye. <laughs> now, Bush, come on. What day is it? Boom. <laughs> That's a little gap. Sorry. Today is Reptile Awareness Day. Oh, now hang on. Does this mean the day where reptiles have to be aware? Or is this the day that humans have to be aware of reptiles? If I would wish it was a day where reptiles get a general warning to butt their ideas up and be aware of things. It's actually for us to be more aware of reptiles. Oh. Just think about reptiles today. I never do. I never, I never do. I never, no, you can get to the end of the working day. When did you last think of a reptile? I don't think I've thought of a reptile in years. I think I, watching mm. Rango was the last time I thought about a reptile. Really? Yeah. I like to think of a reptile in the summer. In fact, no, I did think of a reptile. I was in Rome. It was a very hot day. Yeah. Um, end of summer. And I thought, oh, I hope I see some lizards. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and that was the last time we thought of a reptile. And that's the last time I thought. And that's, a, that's over a month ago. Well, that's why this day's here, Mel. That's why Boom. this day is here. Come on. Three amazing up. facts about reptiles. Yeah. Number one, tortoises can live up to 150 years of age. That's amazing. Isn't that I, unbelievable? There is so much to love about a tortoise. They've been around for years. I love the way they don't go flat on their feet. They go on the little tiptoes. They do, don't they? Tortoisey kind of tiptoes. Canter <gasps> along. I love tortoises. Second fact, the Good. size of a reptile's brain relative mm-hmm. to their body is much smaller than that of mammals. That surprises me because there's something very knowing about yeah. reptiles and very beady. Yeah, I'm, do- I'm doing an impression now. Eyes always flicking around. Of a salamander. Yeah, look at that. Yeah. That's a very convincing salamander impression. It's flicky eye, isn't it? Wow. Final fact, the first reptiles are believed to have evolved around 320 million years ago. Stop it. Isn't that unbelievable? 
Unbelievable. That's almost my favourite ever Bush's Red Letter Day. Really? Yeah. Thank you, Mel. And it's brought us all to the attention of reptiles, which is what we must do today because it is Reptile Awareness Day. Just be aware. Good. Bush. How's your week been? Mel, my week has been good. I walked down Leon C seafront and I saw someone go past me and I thought, I want to be doing that. And do you know what they were doing? What were they doing? Hang on. Uh, picking up shells. They weren't picking up shells, although yeah. I'd love to do that as well. Uh, were they? Can I guess? I love an impromptu she quiz. She loves a quiz. Go on. Love an impromptu quiz. Rollerblading. They were. <gasps> rollerblading. Well done, Mel. I, I, I would oh. love to rollerblade. I've never thought about rollerblading before in my life. Listen. Is it too late to learn never, to rollerblade? Never too late. The seafront, I've never done it myself, must be the perfect place to do that. It is big, long, open stretch, loads of space to go left or right to avoid people. I'm thinking it's good exercise as well. Amazing. Get from A to B really quickly. Yeah. And it looks cool, man. You can go backwards. It looks really cool. Have you ever like roller skated or anything like that? I was permanently on skates between the age of about 7 to 14. And with these old-fashioned, slightly disappointing 1970s, 80s skates, those ones where you kind of like wrapped leather sheepskin around your feet, put wheels on the bottom. I had a pair that had come from mid-70s Poland (laughs) and had been brought back to me as a very lovely present uh, from relatives. And I was ob obsessed with my Polish skates. I was on them the whole time. You go casting around uh, um, Leatherhead leatherhead on your Polish skates. Cul-de-sac after cul-de-sac. Rather tragically, I borrowed Sheila and Luke's roller skates. We did a swapsy for a day, Mm -hmm. put hers on, and then broke my arm instantly. Oh, no. So, gang, if you're out there on skates, always use your own. Never borrow somebody else's. Because the people who who were skating past me have all got, like... Uh, elbow pads and stuff on right now Bush we need to discuss this in a lot of detail mm. if you want to rollerblade I want a rollerblade down the seafront yeah you're going to have to go through some training really I'm excited about Bush's new rollerblading venture. I really, really want to learn. Never too old. Never too old for that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. But you will need to protect your little kneesies and elbowsies with pads. Wow, so you need pads on your knees and elbows. Heck yes. Do you need a mouth guard as well? I don't know. No, that's too much. But they had helmets. They have to have a helmet. I think you do, mate. Oh, blimey. There's a bit of... A Robocop. Yes. You will look a bit like... You'll be like, oh dear. You'll be like Leon C's own rollerblading Robocop. Just blowing a whistle and telling people off as different things. But like, where do, how do I learn? Like, what do I do? Where do I start? Okay, now this is going to sound really possibly lame. Yeah. You could get one-on-one. One-on-one you rollerblading could, You lessons. could get a blading teacher. Yeah. And <laughs> is that, that's sad, isn't it? That's really sad. What I want to try and do is avoid, in, if any way possible, it looks like it looking like a bit of a midlife crisis. Okay. Do you know what I mean? That's that's what I want to avoid. I'm already going to a cinema on my own. We've talked about that last week. Well, I've listen, clearly got issues. This is a way to help you make friends. Because <laughs> that's what it's all about. I'm sure, by Jiminy, that there will be a rollerblading community by the sea. Really? Yeah, there's got to be. A rollerblading yeah. community by the sea. It's like having a dog. It's the classic icebreaker. Oh, you've got... Oh, hi, how are your blades? Oh, where have you been today? That sort of thing. I feel like I know them already. You're going to have loads of friends. Do you, Really? Do you reckon? But you need to learn. What about... Do they do things where you have music on and you all rollerblade in a big circle together, like a disco, roller disco? Like a roller disco. Do, you think they, do they still go, roller I discos? roller discos have got a bit of a bad name these days. <laughs> 
Really? I don't know. Yeah. Some bad stuff went down. I think so. Okay. I don't want to get. I do not want to get involved with the wrong crowd. No. That's no. You've got to be in with the right crowd. Okay. With the right crowd. And you'll get outfits and everything. Oh yeah. What do you wear when you rollerblade? It'll be like Build a Bear Workshop. You'll have a special. <laughs> You'll have a special rollerblading outfit (laughs) that hangs in your wardrobe. Little cape. Oh, mate, it's so, so much fun. Right, here we go. Here we go. This is your question, Bush. It was very shriveled and scrolled up that bit of paper, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, Oh, that's good. Do you remember any phone numbers? And if so, are they still correct? Oh. I remember our old landline number when we used to live in Trowbridge in Wiltshire. Yeah, go on. What I think was it was it? like double eight eight two eight, something like that. Bush, I think that's the one with the two guys in in the white vests and shorts that one, advertise something. Oh yeah, one one eight one one eight. No, what? I do, I do remember our old landline number. I'm sure Trowbridge Trowbridge eight two zero eight Klondike four five four. I love all that. I love that old fashioned. Oh, uh, Macaulay four five seven. <laughs> Gedroids 242. <laughs> um, 58579 was our phone number in Leatherhead. 5857. So yep. numbers were definitely shorter back then, clearly, yeah, weren't they? Because I'll... there weren't as many around. I know. I love the landline. I was talking about dating the other day, right? And if you were going to phone a girl up that you were you were girlfriends with, yeah. you'd have to endure a minute or two of awkward landline banter from the dad. From the dad. First, before get, he went and got her. To get to your quarry. And you've had the, to get to the quarry. And you've had the same thing chatting to fellas on the landline. You have to speak to their oh, mum or dad. You lift the enormous beige apparatus. <laughs> Always in your hall so that everyone can listen. Even worse. So everyone's listening to you, having oh. a mortifying chat with dad. Actually, your mum. Or mum, a boy. Always no. the mum. For the girl, what's the worst? The, the dad chat or the, or the mum, mum chat? chat. Mum chat. Because mum is always sort of sizing you up. Yeah, like, All right. right. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Isn't it? Whereas probably dad's for the blokes. Dad's for the blokes, definitely worse. Definitely worse. Terrible. Hello, Mr. Jenkins. Yes. Isn't it clement for this time of the year, Mr. Jenkins? Shall I get Sheila for you? Yes, that'd be great, Mr. Jenkins. And you take care of yourself. Sheila Jenkins. Sheila Jenkins. Never went out with a Sheila Jenkins. She is a fictional character for the purpose of this role play. She's from the 40s. <laughs> Sheila Jenkins. <laughs> oh, she uh, lived in Rill. She was a lovely lady. It was never to be, Bush. She was a, a typist. She lived in Rill. She did. She, she, she was, oh, I don't know. I think she's married to a banker now. Occasionally I see her on Facebook, but we've never really had anything to do with each other after bit, those early days. Bittersweet. Bittersweet. It's Mel G on Magic. It's time for Tell Mel. Yes, you can ask me anything. Hi Mel, it's Natalie. All my Christmas shopping is now done. My boyfriend thinks this is so weird. Is it weird? Natalie, I commend you. You are now my favourite person. If I was on a pedestal and you were on an even higher pedestal, like at the Olympics, I would be giving you the gold medal for just all-round absolute awesomeness. I'd rather like to buy my presents in February. Well done, doll. You've done very well. Next, please. Hi Mel, it's Teresa. My husband has been wearing the same winter coat for 10 years and I am so sick of it, but he won't buy a new one. What can I do? It also has a really strange smell. Teresa, he's obviously a very, very good man after my own heart. The tweed cape that I am wearing at the moment is about 25 years old. Mm, Yes, never been dry cleaned, Teresa. Mm, Always kept in a mothball bag. Mm, Yes, I like the sound and the smell of your husband's coat. Don't give him a hard time. How dare you, Teresa? Next. Hi, Mel, it's Joe. My girlfriend listens to the same song I'm repeating in the car. It is driving me mad. What can I do? 
Which song is it, Joe? This is the crucial question. Is it Philip Glass, one of those? If it's one of those, yes, I would say it would drive me mad as well. But if it's something I don't know from the back catalogue of, hmm, shawaddy-waddy, that would be fine. If it's something like, from the Nolans, absolutely fine. Chicory Tip, Tick, Gary Newman, also. Joe, you have to be more specific when you come to tell Mel. I simply can't work with this. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. We love it when you do. Hear more larks and lols and bants like that every Saturday lunchtime from One on Magic. The Mel Gedroich Podcast.